This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moors, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Yeah. Welcome to our Chiefs Kingdom Show. Tonight we're at the High V in Lee's Summit, just off Ward Road. What a fabulous 22nd century High V here. It's like being in a spaceship. It is awesome to be here tonight and to see a great crowd here tonight, so robust uh, and fired up. Uh, this score just in, Chiefs 34, Broncos 28. If you're keeping track at home, that is 14 straight victories over the Denver Broncos. Just saying. Pretty awesome, and that streak is tied for fifth now all-time in NFL history by one team over a single opponent. We have got an awesome crowd out here tonight. Our official team photographer, Steve Sanders, is walking around. That doesn't happen every night. I know we're missing some of our troops tonight, so a shout-out to, oh, gosh, Susie Bling Bling and Snowstorm Sandy. But we do have Autograph Geek here, and we have the Red Coders here as well for sure. It's always good when I got family in the house and my brother, the manager of Fat Brain Toys, is here tonight with his Mark Bo Richter jersey, uh, Lyle. All right, let's go over now some things about this game uh, last night in the fact that the Chiefs were able to get two red zone touchdowns on the Broncos. The Broncos are 3-10, and 10, but it ain't because of their defense. Their defense is by far the best in the National Football League in red zone defense only allowing 32% touchdowns. The Chiefs got two out of three in the red zone. To do that, that is huge. 
The Chiefs got three touchdown passes in the game, including, oh, I don't know, this kind of underhand sidearm, slingy-dingy, uh, scooper pooper play that uh, Mahomes did, which was awesome. Curb your dog. Uh, but it was awesome for Mahomes to do that. That was huge. It's really huge when you think that the Broncos had only allowed nine touchdown passes in 11 weeks. And the Chiefs got three in that game. That was awesome. Andy Reid, Big Red. We're going to hear from Big Red in just a few minutes. Big Red, last night, Got his 17th 10-win season in his 24 years as a head coach. Only Bill Belichick and Don Shula have more. All right? Tonight we're turning Lee Summit into Canton, Ohio. I will get to that in a second. But we're going to have one member that's already in Canton, Ohio, and another that will be in Andy Reid. Eight straight 10-win seasons for Andy Reid, all here in the Chiefs' kingdom. Eight straight 10-win seasons here. That is tied for second in the National Football League, eight in a row here in the Chiefs' kingdom. Oh, and then there's Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, to get 10,000 yards receiving, only one of five tight ends to do so, and to get it done 37 games quicker than second place, that is huge. Seven straight 1,000-yard receiving seasons. That's an ongoing NFL record by Kels. That is huge. Huge. In seven straight 80-catch seasons, uh, which is uh, eclipsed all the tight ends in NFL history, that is huge. Some other things to mention here. Rarely does a punter put the hammer down, but Tommy Townsend is doing that. Last night he helped us win with a net average of 53 yards net. 75, 76-yard punt in one case, 61 yards on the other that went out at the five. Hey, when a punter does that, you're able to put the hammer down. And he is putting the hammer down by far, leading net punting in the National Football League this season. And speaking of the hammer, and speaking of Canton, Ohio, later on in the show, tonight we will have one of our Chiefs members in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Bobby Bell, will be with us later in the show. And the reason I say that is the fact that yesterday, Willie Gay Jr. channeled his inner Bobby Bell. What a play. That was going to work for the Broncos if you watch it on video. They're either going to get an 8-yard pass to the guy short or maybe 18 yards to the guy long. Whoops. Nope. Because Willie Gay Jr., just like Bobby Bell back in the day, goes up Venus flytrap and snatches the ball and runs for a 47-yard pick six. That was huge. Also a way to put the hammer down, baby. Big time play by Willie Gay Jr. So we've got an awesome show for you tonight. We'll hear from Big Red. We'll hear from Canton, Ohio's own Bobby Bell. And we'll get ready for the Houston Texans. And be ready. They had a shot at beating the Cowboys yesterday. Fourth and goal at the one. And they can't get in or they would have beaten the Blue Stars yesterday. So here at Hy-Vee, I want to remind you, score big savings with Hy-Vee and the Chiefs. Big points mean bigger savings. 34 is a good number because tonight, this is still going on. A lot of you do this after the show. You will uh, score 34. Chiefs score 34 points. You save 34 cents a gallon with any $34 purchase. The more you score, the more you save. Also, holiday parties are coming up. Hy-Vee is the perfect location to get ready for your holiday party, either at work 
or with your family. So not just tailgate, get ready for your tailgating, but get ready for your holiday party. And one final thing before we go to break, when you swipe from now until December the 30th, when you swipe your Hy-Vee Fuel Saver Plus Perks card, you're automatically entered to win a chance for a trip for two to the big game in February in Arizona. Mm. Five days, four nights. Sounds like a red coater trip. Five days, four nights, hotel accommodations, tickets in uh, courtesy of Hy-Vee and the Chiefs. So no purchase necessary, but you have until December 30th because we started the season in that location, and that's where we want to end the season is going to Arizona, right? All right. So get ready now. Get red and get real and get rowdy. We are here tonight in Canton, Ohio. I mean, oh, uh, Lee Summit at Ward Road at the Hy-Vee. When we come back, we will check in with Big Red himself, Andy Reid, after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. They're down for the Chiefs. They're 0 for 2 on third down. Well, they had to settle for field goals. Leading 6 to nothing. They have third and 2 at their own 44. Mahomes being pressured, moves to his right. They're coming from behind him. Now flings it, slings it to McKinnon at the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Batman loves this stadium! It was an underhanded shovel at the right boundary for a 56-yard touchdown. They were all over him, and he just slings it under his hip to McKinnon for a 56-yard touchdown. Welcome back, everyone. We're at the Hy-Vee location tonight in Lee's Summit, just off Ward Road. Pro Football Hall of Famer Bobby Bell will be my guest. But now let's talk to the winningest coach in Kansas City Chiefs history, just completing eight consecutive 10-win seasons, head coach Andy Reid. First of all, congratulations on that mark, coach, to win consistently in this league. You've alluded to it. We've discussed it. It's almost impossible to do what you've done, but it's a benchmark. Well, yeah, it takes a lot of people to be able to do that, and I've uh, been very lucky to be around those people. So um, it is, it's uh, you don't, you don't ever want to forget that the, the hard work that it takes to, uh, to get there, but it also falls, it falls at a time when you're, you're still fighting. And, uh, and so you can't sit there and pump your chest out or somebody's going to beat you up on the back end. So we've got to make sure that we keep focused and keep going ahead and, and, uh, trying to win the next one here. Well, getting ready for the next one also means glancing back a little bit at the fight uh, last night against the Denver Broncos. As you just reviewed that game, what's your overall impression? Yeah, there's so many good things. I, I mean, I know people were focused on the interceptions, which I understand, but um, there are so many good things uh, within that, even if you take the guy that threw the interceptions. I mean, he had a phenomenal, phenomenal game uh, within that. And, Every great quarterback I've been around, I've been lucky to be around a few. They've all had a night like that um, where things didn't go well. The, the unique part about Patrick was it didn't slow him down. He comes back and, and, and you know, makes a big throw to 11. And most guys wouldn't want to pull the trigger on that. And he, he's over on the sideline and we had some time there. So what, what do you like? And he, he, he wanted that play. And within that play, there's a check to get, 11 to run that angle route there and and uh and he put the call on on the field so i mean all of that 
you know, in our world here tells us, it gives us an indicator about his wiring and, uh, and his competitiveness. So, um, a lot of guys would just shy away and go, hey, listen, I don't want to throw the ball again. Man. I, I've got three interceptions. I would just hand it off, you know, uh, not this guy. So, um, and then I, I thought our, our defense came out from the get go and they, they put the hammer down. Um, we've got to do better after turnovers. We've got to do a better job of shutting them down after turnovers. And that's a mindset. We got to get, we got to work on that. Um, but I just thought overall, they, they came out and they, uh, they, they got after him. I thought, I thought our offense, uh, was productive. The guys up front were, were strong and, and, uh, presented themselves, uh, to that defensive line. Who's very good uh in a nice tough manner so uh so the the run game was going good and the you know the pass game was going good and that, those are important those are important things as we go and then special teams i thought did a nice job uh watson got back there and he caught the ball well had a couple uh a couple of, uh runs there after catch and um so he, he secured the ball which is most important i don't want to let this go um but Townsend in his punting, I mean, those were two gigantic punts. He gets the net, what, 55 on one. The other one, the 61-yarder that rolls out at the five. When a punter becomes a weapon or like a 12th defender, how much does that mean to a team? Yeah, I told Tobe that afterwards. Man, I was proud of Tommy. for he, he uh, That field position ends up being big for you. And he was bombing that ball. I mean, I, and I know the ball's supposedly a little lighter up in the altitude and that, but uh, he was crushing it, and um, that that was that was good. So, you know, so it was, but he was doing the same thing. He was knocking it knocking it out on the kickoffs and that. So, I um, we needed that uh, field position again, being very important. I want to follow up with some of the other accomplishments in that game last night by the offense, which can be overlooked. But I'm going to ask you a global question because when I sat out on the plane last night, I was thinking what the league has done. When they went to a 17-game schedule, it wasn't just these backloading division games to, for the division races, but it seems like the teams who have not had the seasons they've wanted or anticipated get extra motivated for these December divisional games. How much of that? Because it's like we got Denver's best shot. That might have been the best Bronco game of the year. Yeah, well, they, yeah, I, I, I understand that now. I, I would also tell you that um, when you when you're a good football team, and we've been lucky enough to be considered that, so and worked hard for that. Um, you're going to normally get people's best shot. <clears throat> you know, they they get you're kind of their their game, and 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 the, you know you take you take a little pride in that. At the same time, you better you better get yourself up and ready to go. And I, I thought our guys did that. You know, to come out and play like we did there. Um, through that, you know, the first, the first quarter and most of the second quarter, I just thought was, uh, you know, was right. And uh, our guys are understanding that. And we have another big challenge this week. You know, you, these things just keep going on and on here. So you have another, you know, have this, this other challenge this week against the Texans who, who you saw play Dallas right down to the, the wire there. And Dallas got a good football team, so. Ask you about the red zone. You get two red zone touchdowns uh, last night. Denver had only given up nine red zone touchdowns in 11 weeks. How big was it that you were cash in twice when you got close to the goal line for touchdowns? Yeah, well, they're the number one red zone team in the league. And for 
you know, for us to uh, be able to <clears throat> work through that, I thought was was a tribute to the players and then the coaches that, that put it together. And Greg Lewis and Dave Rardy, they they do all that. They put they put these things uh, uh, together and and get these plays right and they go in there and uh, present them to the players and then the players. Uh, go out and execute them. So it's good to see good things happen there. You got so many great minds in those hallways. I always I joke about it, but I said I feel like I'm walking the halls of NASA uh, going down those halls. You got a lot of good folks there. Um, the other thing was to kick two touchdown passes against them. They'd only given up nine in 11 weeks. Uh, and then the 56 yarder we know is legendary with what Patrick pulled off. But then also to be able to cash in and using the passing game against a defense that had been really good against the pass uh, all season long. Well, they, they yeah, they had their third and third downs uh, conversions too. I mean, that's a, that's a, a good stat. That's a tough defense and they're very prideful that, that group. Uh, they, they take a lot of pride in what they're doing. You can see that by the way they play and they're relentless that way. But uh, I thought our guys move the ball well. Um, I, I thought we threw the ball well. We came out throwing on that first drive, and we had a penalty kind of set us back a little bit there. But I thought the guys uh, <clears throat> did a nice job with the throw game. Yes. Ask you about the two running backs. Uh, the Pacheco McKinnon sounds like an undercard for a boxing match, but those two guys together and looking at it combined, 29 touches in this game for 227 yards. What do you have there talent-wise with those two guys and how they complement each other? Yeah, they do a nice job of that, um, and they are. They're, they're different than each other, uh, definitely, in style. So, uh, but both of them could catch the ball. You, you actually saw... Pacheco step up and make a nice block and protection, which, um, you know, he, he's getting better in that area. That was a, that was a nice indicator on, on um, his progression and, and the pass protection part. And then McKinnon can do everything. And, uh, and he's a great, he's a great teacher too. So he, he's not afraid to share his nine years of experience with Pacheco. And I think that that helps just like he did with Clyde. I mean, it's uh um, you know, he's a, he's just a, he's a good teammate that way. And, <clears throat> and Pacheco is like a sponge. He wants to learn everything and he goes a hundred miles an hour. What, what the fans are seeing, <clears throat> excuse me, what the fans are seeing, uh, out there on game day is what we see every day in practice. I mean, he goes, he literally goes a hundred miles an hour in every play. He's a sponge. Um, dressed up like a bowling ball that last run i'm calculating the time on the air i'm saying hey we can b burn up 128 with a punt and they get it back with 30 seconds oh wait a minute not so much uh, i got a little excited on that run but what does that run mean not only for him but for the whole team to say game over game set match as you move on in the weeks ahead well yeah i mean you know behind the scenes i'm talking with andy heck who run, is our run game coordinator so <clears throat> i'm sitting there and he gives me this inside run i'm going Oh man, we, we got to really, I mean, we need a first down. First down wins the game. So you take a knee after that once you're at that two minute with no timeouts for them. So, um, you know, he, he wants to do the run that we did. And, and, uh, he goes, oh, we'll get it on this. I'm going, yeah, we got to go through, you know, 11 hungry animals right here, man, to get, <laughs> right through the middle of the, right through the middle of the defense, but okay, let's go. So, 
so we handed it to the right, you know, to the right guy. I mean, he took that challenge and just said, you know what, get out of my way. And, and he took two good tacklers. He took 22 and 31 with him. I mean, those guys, uh, 22 has been doing it a long time now. And, and, uh, he's an experienced guy and, and then 31 isn't too far behind that. So, um, but he took both of them with him and got the first game. And uh, as I'm sure you said, it's game over then. So. So exciting to see it. Got fired up about that. On the defensive side, you get an explosive play from Willie Gay Jr. to read the boot, make the tip, and get a pick six. To get an explosive play, and you got several with six sacks and the two picks, but to get one where you score off of it like that, what does that mean moving forward for this team? Yeah, we needed that. We needed that defensively. You know, just uh, we've done everything other than have the the big explosive play. And, and, and listen, uh, not this past week, but the week before, Willie had three of these in practice where he, where he did the same thing. And he always gets at least one in practice where he just go, man, what an athlete. And, um, and, and so he reminded me of it. He, he, uh, this past week I said, how are you doing? He goes, you know, I, I said, how do you think you're playing? He goes, man, I'm, you know, I'm still getting those deflections and those catches and the tips and, I said, what can you do better? And he goes, get one in a game. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> so he, you know, here he goes and he does it. And I was so happy for the kid. Gosh, such an athlete. Chris Jones, the year he's having, uh, we talk about the sacks. He's top five or six in the league in sacks. But he gets the pressure after the third pick uh, by us. We get it right back because of Chris Jones uh, hitting, ripping on the play. The year Chris Jones is having, not only getting sacks, but doing the other things, and to get a big, that's an explosive play. Yeah, listen, my head goes off to because he was sicker than a dog yesterday. He kind of powered through it, <clears throat> had a head cold, and you get up in that altitude, and you're trying to breathe, and the head cold isn't a whole lot of fun. But, <clears throat> excuse me, he, he pushed himself through and, and really had a nice game and worked hard. Um uh, at getting that nice game. So, but it was the pressure that all those guys put on the quarterback and you can add 22 into the mix, 38 into the, I mean, you can start naming off these secondary players that were also a part of it. Uh, 32 or, you know, our linebackers got involved. So, I mean, you go, uh, this is, uh, uh, everybody had a little piece of that pie, but it all starts up front for sure. Well, we'll let you go, but first we've got to touch on the Texans. You already alluded to them. I mean, they're inside. They get to the one, or they're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys uh, yesterday. Uh, just to sound the alert on a team that is 1-11-1 and, and not to sleep on anybody, especially this time of year. Yeah, well, listen, they're well coached. Levy Smith's been doing it a long time, and so <clears throat> their defense plays well. Their offense plays well. they got uh, a quarterback in there that um, – and does a great job of moving, spreading the ball around. Um, they've got good runners and tight ends. They're in this league right now, Mitch. I mean, as you know, uh, the margin between win and losing is so stinking small. I mean, it's crazy. That team we just played at ten out of eleven, at ten out of twelve games, they they lost by one one score. So I mean, that's how that's how this thing is right now. The, the league wanted it that way, and that's what we're seeing. So uh, the, the parity. And uh, even though the record doesn't show it, they're, they're a good football team and they've got good players and good coaches. And uh, it's just a, you're one, you're one yard away from having a win. And that kind of says it all.
Well, we'll close it the way we began it. You mentioned how tight it is, but to have 10 win seasons eight years in a row, and you've done it here in the kingdom, is something I'm not going to let just uh, buzz by that thing. So way to go. I know you're focused in on Houston, but it makes it even more remarkable when you think how tight this league is. So thanks, and go get the Texans. All right. How do those redheads, Mitch? Thank you. Yes, sir. They're out here. All right. Again, Pro Football Hall of Famer Bobby Bell will join us uh, after this. Again, we're at the Hy-Vee in Lee Summit just off Ward Road. Back after this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Second and goal to go for the Chiefs at the 10-yard line, leading 13 and nothing midway through the second quarter. And a screen pass right side to McKinnon inside the five. He dives for the end zone. And Summers Holtz, touchdown, Kansas City. Jarek McKinnon, his second touchdown reception in as many drives. And the Chiefs against the number one red zone defense, only allowing nine touchdown passes all year. Now they've given up 11 for the season. Welcome back. We're in Lee Summit tonight at the High V. Just off Ward Road. Third Street, not far from 50 Highway, a 22nd century facility. This story is awesome. Uh, by the way, we were talking with Coach about Isaiah Pacheco. How good was that run? I think we're going to play that highlight later in the show. That was huge. And I am fast growing uh, in love with Isaiah Pacheco, the seventh-round draft pick. In fact, with what he did last night in that game against Denver, he has the most total yards by a running back in NFL history drafted in the seventh round. So that doesn't mean sixth round or free agent. In the seventh round, Isaiah Pacheco drafted in the seventh round, the most all-purpose yards uh, for any running back in NFL history. Want to say hello tonight. We got our folks joining us electronically again from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, we've had folks from Maine that have joined us, South Dakota. Uh, so a big shout-out uh, to those folks are joining us tonight uh, electronically. And a reminder here at Hy-Vee and throughout the other Hy-Vees, we have this kingdom bundle. This is perfect for your holiday uh, get-together, but the kingdom meat bundle or tailgating, four burgers, four brats, four pork chops, four chicken breasts, just 30 bucks. This is my uh, new favorite. It's my, my Isaiah Pacheco special. Uh, plus get a 10-cent fuel saver um, discount with each kingdom bundle purchase. That's the kingdom bundle. Check your local stores for details. I said tonight we are turning Lee Summit, Missouri into Canton, Ohio. We've already heard from Andy Reid, who will be in Canton, Ohio one day um, uh, as a head coach, but already enshrined in Canton, Ohio, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame is one of the most remarkable players to ever play professional football. He just happens to be ours. And so, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, we will walk him up here on the stage. Please welcome linebacker deluxe, number 78, Bobby Bell. And by the way, you don't see any Chiefs wearing 78 anymore, right? Because we have retired that number. It is so awesome to see you tonight, my friend. Thanks for being here. I'm glad to see anybody this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so fun to have you here. It's always fun to have you. But I want to ask you about what we saw last night. Because let me just set this up. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, no, here we are. I'm, Not only is he I... in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Bobby Bell is in the College Football Hall of Fame. Not only did he win a Super Bowl uh, and winning Super Bowl four, he also won a college national championship as a gopher at the University of Minnesota. Um, in 12 seasons as a Kansas City Chief, 26 interceptions, eight defensive touchdowns, including six pick sixes. That's pretty good work, my friend, I'm just saying. Wait a minute. Did you miss one thing? What did I miss? I don't know. Let me see. Let me look at it. A good guy? Oh, you defended the bootleg against Joe, uh, against Joe Namath that allowed us to get to the Super Bowl. And Super oh, Bowl. Yeah. That's, one of my fa- that's my favorite Bobby Bell play, by the way. Uh, but I, I want to ask I, I you. Thought you thought, I thought you were going to tell me the kickoff. I ran a kickoff back. Well, I know you got the onside kick for 53 yards. I was getting to that, though. In there somewhere. It's in there. I don't know. Uh, but, yes, they tried an onside. Who was it? Who did it? Who tried Denver. it? Denver. Ah, uh, uh, they should know better. Try an onside kick. He takes it back 53 yards for a touchdown. That was huge. That was a huge play. <laughs> Boy, you're so funny, man, I tell you. How long have I been knowing you? I don't know, 29 years, 30 years. 30. Yeah. God. Hey, boys, 30. Let's give me 35. I got a soul over here. Uh, it's been a while. Hey, I got something I'm going to auction off tonight. What do we? Oh, yeah, okay. His jersey. Uh, but I want to ask you because Willie Gay Jr., to me, that play that he made last night against the Broncos, where there's the bootleg play, he tips the ball to himself basically and runs it back 47 yards for a pick six. That was a Bobby Bell kind of play. What did you think of that play? I, I loved it, you know. I'm, you know, the thing about it, you know. I used to be a quarterback. Anytime you get an opportunity to touch that ball, everybody said, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to run it back for a touchdown. <laughs> because, uh, you know, they took me from ball handling to man handling, you call. You know, I played quarterback, center, linebacker, defensive end, I don't know, wide receiver, cornerback. I, I mean, I played all the positions. I told the coach, I said, hey, coach, I don't want to – I don't want to go home. I, I'll play anywhere. <laughs> just just take them off. Yeah. Not bad for a guy who played six-man football in Shelby, North Carolina. Again, Pro Football Hall of Famer uh, Bobby Bell is with us tonight. But it was awesome to see this, that defense get an explosive play. What did Loved that, it. I let, loved it. Let's talk about explosive plays and what they do for a team, not just in that game but maybe for a season. Well, I tell you what, you know, any time that the defense turns that ball around and make a big play, that's a big, that's a big time for the team to get up, and everybody start looking back at the defense or something. Who's going to make the big play? Who's going to be the? Who's going to be number one this time? You know, everybody's got to make a play, and that's one thing I like about them. Hey, we don't know who's going to make the play, but when someone do that, the other teams, you know, we. You know, they, <clears throat> I'm getting too old, man. They, they had me worried there for a while, you know. But they, the, the Chiefs is turning it around defensive-wise, you know. It's just unbelievable, you know. I mean, offensive-wise, a lot of people thought that uh, we buy, we getting rid of a hill, you know, we're going to go down. But we went out and recruited, and they, got, they brought in players to step up. That means the other players got to be coming. You got to, hey, help out, you know. Kelsey can't do it all. Patrick can't do it all, but somebody else, you know, and that's what I like about this team. 
you know. And it's good to see it start to come together and, and, and young defensive guys, young defensive guys. Oh, your, your defense was so good. I mean, half your defense is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, half of them. Like, so you're talking about contagious, contagious, right? It was contagious with you guys defensively. You know, you know, back then, you know, a lot of guys look around, but we had a lot of guys. We had quarterbacks on defense, you know, like we, check, we used to check off and everything like that. We played the whole game, basically, you know. I played 85% of the time. I played all the special teams. God. Every special on, – on this team I didn't play on was a kickoff. Coach, I was too crazy to play that. So, <laughs> but You're I even the long snapper. Oh, yeah. yeah. But how, ma how many teams you could say that the center, the holder, and the kicker all in the Hall of Fame? Wow. Now, that's – it's something – People don't realize that, you know. I, uh, Lenny Dawson – used to hold the ball for Jan Stinnerud. And I was a center on the punts, extra points, when all three of us in the Hall of Fame. That's it's so awesome. You know, That's pretty, that, that is you know, you know, You know anybody else in the other team like that? No, sir, I don't. And I no, uh, don't want to take that for granted to anybody of us in the Chiefs' kingdom. But that was so good to see uh, Willie Gay Jr. get that pick six in that game and then to oh. get six sacks, the pressure. Six. And then Chris Jones. Chris Jones. What yeah. about Chris Jones and what he's doing this year? Because it's hey. easy to have that fly under the radar. He's something else. I mean, I don't know. I love watching play, you know, because for some reason he, he gets back there, you know, he's like, he missed a, like he missed a play. He goes, I can see him going like, okay, next thing you know. <laughs> He's gone with the hand. I love watching the play because uh, he's got the speed. He's got the uh, agility to make them plays. You know, he's, <clears throat> he's getting to the point, you know, for a while that he, I thought he was going to get nervous about it because they call a penalty tomorrow. You remember the time he – Yeah, the he, Colts game. Colts, can yeah. you believe that? No. I mean, I'm sitting Still there can't. going – Still Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Well, well you I know, know I'm glad. It's, it's well, you know, the, but it, after that happens, you, do you get gun shy? No. no. Oh. You don't, can't get gun shy. But the thing is, though, they're making it too, I don't know, defense-wise. I, I told them they had to put skirts on some of the quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. It wasn't, it wasn't that way when you played, though, was it? It was like uh, game oh, on. They just, they just threw me out of the game. <laughs> but, but Chris Jones, so uh, Patrick had the – Terrific throw and three touchdowns, but he throws that third interception. They've got a short field, relatively short field. A touchdown would beat us. And then Chris Jones hits Rip in the quarterback, Rip. and Sneed gets the pick. 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 This game's turning around. Somebody's got to come up and step up and step in the pocket, you know. I just, I just love the way they play. I think the teams plays like, you, you know, you pick up a game out in the park. You know, the guys get a game going. Everything goes. Patrick throws the ball behind his back, you know. <laughs> Everything goes, you know. You, can't, you cannot count us out. You cannot count us out. And, and hey, I just waiting for the next three games, man. We got right. to pull on, it out. Take on Houston uh, this week. But Chris Jones, I, how, he reminds me a little bit of Buck Buchanan. Is, oh, there, oh. is there a little bit of Buck Buchanan in oh, Chris yeah. Jones? Oh, yeah. I mean, that big and that athletic? Well, yeah. I mean, he's quick. You know, Buck was quick. And uh, also, <clears throat> he, he reminded me of some of the Curly Cup, too. You know, how quick he is. You know, Curly was quick, too. Buck was so strong. Yeah. I mean, he said, okay, 
I got it. I got it. Next thing you know, boom, the play's gone. I just, I love watching them. I love watching that defense. You know, I'm a defensive man, but yes, also sir. I can be an offense man sometimes. I like your notes, man. You like this? Well, here's what we're going to do. Oh, so, no, 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 no. When you get a defense. <laughs> what did I do, man? You did nothing, man. Well, I, here's what you're going to do. I didn't mess up, did I? <laughs> no. When, oh. you get, when you get eight touchdowns, he had six pick sixes, the aforementioned 53-yard uh, return of an onside kick, and you also had another touchdown, a scoop and score. But when you do that as a defense, you're able to put the, the hammer, hammer down, down baby. <laughs> you, you put the hammer down. But when we come back, we're going to have a little fun because we're going to jump into a time machine with oh. Bobby Bell. Uh-oh. And we're going to bring up something that I really hadn't heard before, but I dug it out this afternoon. You ready to go on a time machine with Bobby Bell? We'll do that when we come back here. We're at the High V in Lee Summit on Ward Road. We'll be back with more for Pro Football Hall of Fame Bobby Bell. After this, you're listening to the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Fourth down. A yard and a half for the Broncos at the Kansas City 45. A play-action fake. They're going to throw it. Now the pass is intercepted off the tip. Willie Gay Jr., 30-yard line, 20-yard line, 10-yard line, 5-yard line. Touchdown, Kansas City. The defense gets the pick six they have been wanting since the Charger game. The first one, and Willie Gay Jr. with the athleticism does it. And the Chiefs add a defensive touchdown to the mix. A 45-yard tip pass, pick six by Willie Gay Jr. Welcome back. Willie Gay Jr. channeling his inner Bobby Bell with that play, tipping that (laughs) pass and getting a touchdown. We're back at the Hy-Vee in uh, Lee's Summit on Ward Road. Renowned writer Fred Liggett is here tonight, one of the great sports writers of our time, uh, covers all of the Lee Summit and and, uh, area high schools. But Pro Football Hall of Famer Bobby Bell is with us tonight as our special guest as we get ready for the Houston Texans. We just played the Denver Broncos, and now we're going to have some fun because we are going to get in a time machine with Bobby Bell. We're all going to jump in with this, right? All of you out there listening on the largest network, those of you joining us electronically, so get ready. Get in your time machine. So help me out. Boo, 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 right? We're, we're going back to because this deals with this week's opponent, Houston, and last night's opponent, Denver. Uh, we're in the time machine. Now you're in November the 8th, 1970, Whoa. because Houston, the uh, Tennessee Titans, were the Houston Oilers at one time. But the quarterback for the Houston Oilers on November the 8th 1970 was one guy named Charlie Johnson. Everybody know Charlie? Charlie Johnson, tell me about you picked Charlie Johnson for a pick six. Do you remember that play? Oh, I I just, oh, man, right. I had that in my head when I came here. (laughs) Give me a break. Charlie Johnson, though. Did he throw it right to you? Did you have to tip it like Willie Gay Jr.? Yeah. That's right. Same play. Tipped it. Picked it off. Took it for a touchdown. All right. How would you, huh? you find that out? I'm, no, I got more. So no, you don't. We're still, don't. we're still in the same time machine. I don't machine. Even remember the guy, Johnson. So, <laughs> he brought so, it up. So we're in a time yeah. machine again. Here we go. We're going to go now to December the 3rd, 1972. 
because Charlie Johnson, who was the Houston quarterback, gets traded to the Denver Broncos. <laughs> By the way, do you like beating Denver 14 straight times? Hey, I, uh, <laughs> I told him that we did back I, then. I we know did. you did. You got, didn't we, beat him 14 also, straight, I, but you were close. Close. We are close. Every time we play against Denver, we put a dubber win on our side <laughs> before the season starts. <laughs> That's right. We did it. We had 14. No, we got a 14 now. You had like 11, and then 11. you got another nine. And you beat them 19 of the first 20 times. 20 times. How about that? And they had the weird-looking socks. And yeah. No, we're in the time machine. We're at December 3rd, 1972. So it's, you know, get your leisure suit on or whatever. <laughs> Charlie Johnson got traded from Houston to Denver. Denver. Now it's Denver versus Kansas City. Bobby Bell picks Charlie Johnson for a 61-yard pick six. Now, do you remember that play? It's the same dude. Yeah, he got traded. Well, I loved him, you know. <laughs> Did he throw it right to you? Did yeah. you tip it? No, I told him before the game. I said, I'm going to get you again. <laughs> I said, because you left Houston, you know, that don't mean nothing. I said, no, you remember, you know. I said, I'm going to get you again. I went by the field. I told him that, too. That's right. God. So you're messing with him. You got you got I, in his head a little bit. Oh, I, I got in a lot of guys' heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still do, but that's oh, another yeah. matter. Uh, okay, back into the time machine. Here we go. We're going to move ahead. Do, 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 do. Don't look at my notes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so we drop down now, again, with Bobby Bell tonight, Pro Football Hall of Famer, who, by the way, had six pick sixes in his career out of eight defensive touchdowns or special teams. October the 6th, 1974. We're not quite to disco yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> October 6, 1974, Chiefs are playing the Denver Broncos. The quarterback is Charlie Johnson. Charlie Johnson throws Bobby Bell a 28-yard pick six. You did it to him again. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I really upset him, though. <laughs> you know, he, he, he said, oh, God, not again. <laughs> Not again. Did you get in his head again huh? before the game? Like, no, I, used to, I, I like talking to him. You know, I used to point to the guys and say, hey, psh, psh, I got you, man. And, and tell him, no, 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 no. He goes, he go, I got you. Oh, I tell you, I tell you another one. Let me, the Super Bowl, you know, when we played the Vikings. Yep. Down. Joe Cap. Joe Cap. I'm standing in the line, you know, and everybody thought we were going to get killed by the, the Vikings. And Bill Brown, you know, the running back. Good dude, yeah, oh, big yeah. dude. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, tough. Joe che checked off. He checked off. And Bill was like this, you know, he kind of like this. He said, he looks at Joe Cap and he said, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a picture of him. I mean, that's a big picture, you know, 8 by 10. I'm pointing at I'm <laughs> You're pointing at I Brown? Point, Brown, I said, don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you knew the play. So you knew and what I they were going to run. I almost killed him. <laughs> oh well, the only bad thing was Charlie Johnson wasn't quarterback. He did a pick six to Chicken, yeah. So get this. He had six pick sixes, Bobby Bell, our guest tonight, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Three of his pick sixes were against Charlie Johnson, Johnson. on two different teams. Oh, and it just happened to be Houston and Denver, the last opponent and the next opponent. Uh did Charlie Johnson see you in his sleep? <laughs> you had to be like a nightmare, <clears throat> this guy. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of quarterbacks who felt like 
You're going to sleep. <laughs> but let me, I got to tell you this uh, one. You know, I'm at the Hall of Fame. One year we're sitting there. All of us are sitting there, all the quarterbacks. <clears throat> so I got six of them, all six of them, line them up against the wall. And I get right in the middle of them and told the guy to take the picture. And then all the quarterbacks said, God darn it, Bell, you didn't play quarterback. I said, but I knocked each one of you guys on your butt. <laughs> hey, uh, and they, they ran me out of the place. In the meanwhile, Charlie Johnson was in therapy somewhere uh, <laughs> thinking about Bobby Bell. We're going to let you go. Thanks for being here tonight uh, and being our special guest. But uh, we know it's been rough. Uh, I love seeing you, but I really love seeing Pam. Uh, wow. But I know it's been a tough uh, stretch for you, but blessings to your brother. And oh, yeah. uh, may your heart be surrounded with some comfort. Oh, thank you. She was a and, wonderful lady. Oh, yes, she was. So, yeah. Enjoy, guys. All Merry, right. And Merry Christmas to you. Bobby Bell, ladies and gentlemen, our Pro Football Hall of Famer and longtime tormentor of Charlie Johnson. When we come back, we'll close things out on this show from Lee Summit at Ward Road after this year listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 50 seconds to go in the third quarter. Tight triangle for the Chiefs. Wide to the right. Chiefs are 4 of 8 on third down. Kelsey walking in motion, right slot. Mahomes turning right, now left, spinning, trying to keep the play alive. And fires it at the back of the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Juju Smith-Schuster, touchdown! Kansas City at 38 seconds to go in the third quarter. Mahomes kept the play alive. Spinning, turning, looking. Twisting. Twisting, scoring. The magic that is Patrick Mahomes. Do not want to take that for granted. How much of a treasure is Bobby Bell? Uh, and being with us tonight is our Pro Football Hall of Famer. And, yes, he just lost his wife, Pam. Uh, just a couple of months ago, and many of you knew her, a lot of you knew her. She was just a sweetheart uh, and a fabulous smile and personality. So um, but uh, we press on, and Bobby's so awesome. But the fact that he picked Charlie Johnson three times of his six pick sixes uh, was pretty crazy. All right, get ready for the Houston Texans now. Andy laid it out for you in the first half hour of the show. The National Football League – the margins are so close. In fact, the margins for much of the year have been the closest on average since 1932. It's just that nuts. And even though the Texans are 111 and 1, uh, you're going to have to be ready to play these guys on Sunday. The other thing that comes to mind, and I'll be talking about it throughout the week on all the shows that I'm on, I do a minute with Mitch on it this, well, uh, this as well. Do not forget where we were 10 years ago this week because we were where the Texans are. And not only that, we had just had the uh, Javon Belcher situation. It was as bleak as it could get. I remember coming to these Chiefs Kingdom shows. We had such a spirit to keep the, the flame alive. But do not forget and take for granted, because sometimes to fully appreciate, we have to go back and just remember where we were 10 years ago this week. But what Andy Reid has done has been magnificent, transformative. And now we're living in the golden age of Kansas City Chiefs football. Next week, we will have a special show because the Seahawks are coming to town. A young man named Lockett plays for him. His dad, one of our former players, will be our guest on the show. That will be next week at Overland Park at 135th Street. Thank you for joining us, everybody. 
Thanks for joining us for the Chiefs Kingdom show here on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom show presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Festo in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Green Baker. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 